This is the Church Planting Podcast, brought to you by the Broadcast Network. Broadcast exists to support, train and encourage church planters. For more information about who we are or about the training that we offer, please visit our website at www.thebroadcastnetwork.org. Hello and welcome to episode 133 of the Broadcast Church Planting Podcast. On broadcast, we recently interviewed Sam Folds, who's an Anglican curer overseeing two church plants in Manchester. In this episode of the podcast, Sam talks about his experience of leading through other people. You can find the full notes on everything that Sam says at www.thebroadcastnetwork.org slash episode 133. So here is Sam Folds. Yeah, so as you say, so my role is kind of to oversee the two church plants uh, then then each church has a leadership couple and and those leadership couples I, I've struck gold with them uh, in fact when I came uh, to interview for the job I, I had a lunch with them and was so inspired by by their love for Jesus uh, that, that it made me want to want to take the job and then they're supported by a, a wider leadership team and so that's kind of how thing, the, things work here. And, and so, yeah, as you say, at TCC, we, we place a great emphasis on lay leadership uh, and developing leaders is one of uh, our key commitments as, as a church and a big part of, of my role. I actually just, just want to say, really, that's so refreshing uh, because you know, one of the dangers we can have in the church is that there's an expectation that the main leader is the professional Christian who does everything. Uh, you know, and some church setups encourage that culture. Um, I read recently, maybe a few, few people have read uh, Francis Chan's letters to the church, and he was sharing his experience really of, of when he was at the mega church, and he felt as if everyone was coming week in, week out to watch him use his gift of, of leadership and preaching, but not necessarily using theirs. So, you know, we want to be a church where everyone counts, everyone's stuck in. And as I say, with this focus on, on lay leadership. And these guys, these lay leaders, these leadership couples, some of them are in full-time work. I mean, one of our guys uh, is a full-time teacher uh, and he and his wife who lead together have, have two kids. And it's, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot to, to, um, to do as well as uh, lead a church. Yeah, maybe some some lessons um, that that we're learning at the moment that I'm learning through this setup. Maybe I'll just throw out some some quick ideas, and if anyone wants to pick up on these later, we can talk more about them. Uh, you know, one of the things I'm really aware of is is avoiding creating mini me's. Uh, like I was just saying, you know, uh, in the last question, I'm different to the last leader of TCC, and again, my my, my leaders are different to me. And so I've kind of wanted to, to work hard and, and, and trying to do that, uh, finding out who they are, what the giftings are, how I can support them in who they are and see their gifts flourish. And so one thing we, we like to do is, is eat together as, uh, as leaders uh, regularly, you know, not just to meet up all the time to talk practicalities and to-dos, but to enjoy uh, being with one another, uh, eating together. And... Um, you know, because the differences that we have, it strikes me, are perhaps more important to the way that we lead the church together than our, our similarities. I guess another uh, thing I've been thinking about is 
just the need to be really clear on roles uh, and to be consistent in uh, decisions, you know, so to avoid stepping on one another's toes or undermining one another. So asking questions like, you know, when is it, when is a decision mine or when is a decision theirs? You know, real practical things like that. And then um, something I was thinking about, my predecessor, uh, as I was starting the job, said to me with regards to kind of leadership, you know, bleed for your people. And I think that's so, so helpful and important, particularly when you're working with, with co-leaders that need to, to work hard for those who are work, you're working with, to love them, to pray for them, to suffer for them, to see them flourish when they know they're, they're loved and, and, and not alone. And this is something I'm, I'm, I'm working on. I'm not saying I've got it fully sorted, but I think it's so important that, that, that my leaders know that I have their backs that I wouldn't speak bad about them, but I'd be honest with them. So those are some quick thoughts, but maybe just one point that I might just press a little bit more. And this is something I'm really learning um, here about, about leadership uh, and working with, with leaders. And um, leadership is about helping others to follow Jesus, our true leader and king. And I think that's true even, you know, when we're leading leaders. Our main role is to lead them to Jesus. And it might seem an obvious thing to say, but I think it's important. You know, leaders can be enthusiastic. And when I'm saying this, I'm not, I'm not talking about my uh, leaders, my current leaders here. But enthusiasm will take a leader only so far. When that runs out, you, you need a hard graft maturity that I found is only, uh, it's only found in knowing Jesus deeply, often through suffering. Uh, and so, you know, it's easy, I think, when you're, you're with fellow leaders and leading through people to just meet up to talk about the to-dos or the rotors or the financial decisions or pastoral situations, all of which are vital and important. But I think first and foremost, as, as I'm learning to lead through leaders, uh, I'm learning that need to, to, to encourage an obsession with Jesus and to be a part of growing that obsession with Jesus in my leaders. And if, if there's not that, a dryness, a coldness and a joyless service will replace hot passion for Jesus. Because actually, I think this is so important, this, this obsession with Jesus, because church leadership is hard. And especially if you're, you know, like my guys, you're a lay leader, you've got a full-time job, there's plenty of demands on you. It's hard. And so I think we need as leaders to have that vision of Jesus as someone worth pouring time and energy and gifts and abilities out in service of him. Maybe just a scripture. Uh, you know, one of the greatest church leaders, uh, leaders of God's people is Moses. And there's an incredible a couple of verses in Hebrews chapter 11 that we can so easily miss. And it says that Moses chose to be ill-treated with the people of God rather, to enjoy, rather than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. It says he regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt because he was looking ahead to his reward. What those verses saying, it, Moses is saying Moses had this vision of Christ that not only meant he was able to say no to the to the to the riches of the world's superpower, 
which I think is a, quite a remarkable thought in itself, but also that his vision of Christ was one that he'd be prepared to suffer disgrace. He'd prepare to be ill-treated when, with the people of God rather than, than enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. And I think church leadership is about choosing to be ill-treated with the elect exiles of God, as Peter puts it. And so we need in ourselves and in the leaders that we're working with and through a vision of Christ worth living for, worth suffering for, worth dying for. And uh, so, you know, practically, um, I encourage uh, reading in my leaders. So I think one of my uh, leaders is reading The Heart of Christ by Thomas Watson. And also just very practically when it comes to our meetings, um, you know, before we talk about anything else, we get the Bible open and we just open it up and, and read something about Jesus and have our hearts warmed afresh to him and our eyes fixed on him again and praise and worship him for a while before we get into all of the practicalities. And so that's something of what I'm learning um, about leading through others, mainly that uh, that need to encourage and cultivate that, that passion for Jesus that enables us as leaders uh, to serve the church even when it's hard. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And just a reminder, you can find the full notes on everything that Sam said at www.thebroadcastnetwork.org slash episode 133. See you next time.